Welcome to the 9642 Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is The Fool. Hello, everyone. We are here to talk about the greatest summer sport in the world, cricket and the T20 variety. Yay, cricket. Yay, yay. I know we all love long form cricket and we've had a great year of talking about it, but we're yeah. here in the money making yeah, yeah. tournament, <laughs> which is the T20 World Cup. Now, we're going to do a review of every single team that's in the tournament. Um, we've already had the beginning stage uh, completed, yeah. and we know who the qualifiers are all, all are the Super 12s, and we're going to review the Super 12s and talk a bit about some of the teams that have uh, that have gone out um, in the uh, st- uh, in the previous stage so far. But before that, we're going to start the tournament uh, our uh, podcast off with some fun. Uh, we're going to review the kits. Now, yeah. I have a bit of a rant to go on about uh, when it comes to cricket and kit reveals. I think you and I talked about Chelsea's kit for almost four weeks before the season started. Just and like review talked about all the football kits. There was so much hype around the kits alone. Oh, there always is, yeah. And like one of the like, it's one of the fun things of the the our winter, the European summer, right? Is that the kits will come out and then you get yes. all this fun of before the real transfer rumors are really starting to to generate at the end of the summer. Like, you get the kits, you get a bit of fun, you get to see what's going to happen next year, have a bit of a guess at some things, you know, rate them, decide whether you like them, start buying them if you want to. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's basically Marketing 101. And the fact that we still had teams that hadn't revealed their kit yet, like, while the tournament had already started, is incredible. Like, yeah. can you imagine Brazil showing up with a new kit at a World Cup and like, oh yeah, we totally didn't reveal this and market this at all. We're just wearing <laughs> no. a new kit. Yeah. People would just be like, what? Exactly. Are you even allowed to do that? <laughs> they would have, yeah. I don't think they'd be allowed into the World Cup. Like, you don't yeah. have a kit yet. You, you can't be here. Yeah. So, yeah, Cricket, get your ass in gear. Just look, you're the fir- first professional modern team sport and you're still like behind everyone else so <laughs> get get it sorted but that being said there are some incredibly good kits so a bit of a rundown now how we're going to explain our tiers so we'll start we're going to do a good old tier list uh so the bottom we're going to have the f tier the fail tier the tier basically these kits are so bad that when you we when we watch these games in replays or re, you know in videos like five ten years from now people are actually gonna go you this is a terrible kit. Um, exactly. We all know we all know what some of these are like like back in the day and when the World Series of cricket started West Indies used to wear pink horrible horrible kit. Uh, yeah, that's that sort of thing. So that's the F tier. C tier is the tier of uh, kits that are they're not that horrible but they're kind of, they're really meh. It's not yeah. a not a good kit. It's the meh tier. The meh tier. It doesn't fail but yeah, you're not 
nobody's excited about these kits. Nobody's running out to buy them. Uh, the B tier is the it's, they're good tier. Like fans will be happy, they'll go buy them, but they're not classics. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to wear this out. I'm going to this this is like a stylish kit. That's that's not the B tier. That's what B tier is. It's not that not good enough to go to be that you know to be a, a kit you'd want to wear out because it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. A tier is the A tier. It's a great. It's a great kit. Every everything about it is right. It's, you know, you could wear it out. It looks great. We're gonna go. You know, when you watch um, games of the, you know, old games of people wearing this kit, you're gonna go, oh, they had a good kit back then. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like that's what the A tier is. And the final tier is S tier, fresh tier. This is the classic kit. We we all know these. Every sport has them. There is the I, I think the New Zealand, uh, the Black Caps to 2015 World Cup and the Bangladesh 2015 World Cup kits were S tier level kits. Like I don't, I think very few New Zealand, uh, I think New Zealand sport, let alone New Zealand cricket, have had a better kit than that. Yeah, kit. yeah. New Zealand war. Um, there is the classic E crew kit for which Liverpool wore in the '95 uh, Premier League and the Mm-mm. great. Fiorentina kit, which had the Italian flag, because that was the season they were defending the Syria, the only oh, season yeah, yeah. Fiorentina's ever won Syria, and of course the great uh, 2011 Rugby World Cup kit that the All Blacks wore, which yeah, yeah. came back wearing the with the white white colors. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know when That's it's impressive. an S tier kit, like imme- like the moment you see, it, you go, whoa. Yeah. I think, pers- like as an example of a Mori, I think. Chelsea's kit from this season is an S tier kit. Like yeah, yeah, it's just it's pretty cool. And like you know, it's gonna get reprints. People are gonna always want it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that should be pretty self-explanatory. So without further ado, let's get into the kits. So um, the first kit we're looking at is the so-called Billions kit made by India. What are your thoughts on it? The Indian one. Yes. I mean. I should have said as well, like, I'm going into this a little bit blind in that I've seen some of them but haven't really studied them. Yep. So my first impressions of it, it's not bad. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely good. It's, the more I look at it, the interesting area it gets with the sort of different blues. The sort of yeah. zaggy lines through it. Like, it's... I actually yeah. think it's pretty good. I think it, it's it good. It stands out I'll be... I'm gonna, I'm gonna complain about a lot of kits and not mark them down because I think I have a running theory that both India and Australia have not won anything since their last ICC tournament because they changed their kit. So India's gone from their classic cerulean blue, which is yeah. what they used to win the 2011 World Cup and the uh, and the T20 World Cup um, back in 2008. And the um, the since then they haven't won an ICC tournament. Yeah. Coincidence? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So just to say, uh, no, they're still in the blues, but they're wearing a dark blue, which is more yeah. traditionally worn by Sri Lanka. Yeah. So I'm uncomfortable with that. But that being said, this is there's nothing wrong with this kit. This is a good kit. It's stylish. It's got the nice patterns, which I think all the cricket jerseys are kind of doing to stand out. So. 
Yeah. Uh, I definitely like. I like the 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 orange and blue combo they went with as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's nice. definitely that's definitely working for me. So I think that, but I don't think it's quite good enough to be a wow kit. So I'm putting it very much in the top end of B tier. Good. Yeah. Good kit. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought maybe A, but you do make a good point on it not being the right blue, and more of a Sri Lankan blue, which yeah, does should mark it down a bit. So I think you're right. I'm B tier. Now, speaking of Sri Lanka, um, so they've got two kits, and I'm going to say up front that I like both of them. Incredible kits. Yeah, yeah. Like They are pretty cool. I think I like the blue one better. You like the blue one better? Uh, yeah. I think I like yeah. the yellow one better, but just because it's actually so different from yeah. the regular. It's a proper away kit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's the the yellow one's good because it's different like it has yes. a different thing but i know i just say looks weird not seeing them in blue basically oh yeah i <laughs> agree I like but if you're gonna have an away jersey i understand it should be different different oh yeah no definitely yeah if you're doing a, a and alternate like, it has to be alternate like i mean like when i first saw this kit my initial reaction was totally like wow what a kit yeah like yeah. i just couldn't see anything wrong with it um like if you look at the when they debuted it on the ICC World Cup page, it's like even that picture looks incredible. Both pictures for both kits. Like I have no hesitation whatsoever to give both of these kits uh, S tier, fresh tier. They're going to be reprinted. Sri Lanka fans are going to wear this for decades and decades because they look so good. Yeah, no, I definitely don't. But I mean, I look at it and go, I could possibly buy this and wear it, but yep, it looks so cool. I agree, yep. So, you know, it's almost definitely an STR at that point. 100%. So, we tick-tick STR for both. Yep. Now, the next kit, it caught me by surprise. This is Scotland's kit. They've gone away from the blue yeah, to yeah. a purple kit. And now, I know traditionally Scotland wear blue, and I think we can excuse Scotland for going into a purple kit, because A, England wear blue, and, yeah. you know, and B, they haven't had a long, as long a, an illustrious history as other countries. Like, you know, we're talking about India, one of the most successful cricket teams in the, uh, you know, ever. Yeah. ever. So Scotland's allowed to experiment with its kit choice, and I think, bang. This is a six, straight out yeah. of the park for me. I know. Uh, this is definitely a great kit. When I saw it in some of the highlights and seen it around, I was like, oh my god, this is a great kit. Like, just and I, given how well they've done in this tournament so far, this is already like poised to be a future classic. I, I have yeah, once yeah. again, I don't, I'm not going to compare S tiers, but I think this is up there with those Sri Lanka kits. To me, oh, fresh definitely. tier. Yeah, yeah, fresh. It's fresh all day long. All right, next we have their Celtic cousins, Ireland, who have two kits, um, which is basically they went green on dark green and dark green on green. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you think of these kits? It took... It... I'd, I mean, to say, it's sort of my first looks at them and stuff. Like, I'd, it's not working for me, this one. It's not working for me either like i looked no. at it at first i didn't even realize there was a difference between the two kits which i already no. t I, I think that makes the alternate pointless i don't know which one's yeah. the alternate which one's the home kit in this one i'm pretty sure uh, the dark dark on light is meant to be the home kit because that's on the icc page as well so um so the light green should be the alternate but yeah 
You say there's yeah. not that much difference. What's the point of this is, like the Sri Lankan one where they to... say the Sri Lankan one keeps the theme of the lion yes. and all the rest. And it looks really really good, but it's definitely two different kits. And you say, yeah, that's an alternate. This one, you say, it looks the same. It doesn't really do anything. Like it's you and I are experts about of handing in assignments in the last minute and yeah. getting it done and doing just enough to pass. Yes. And this is the hallmarks of all of that. Like that's the vibe I get with this. Like this is the this kit is the def, both these kits are the definition of C tier. Yeah. They're not fashion crime, but they're because they're not that bad. Like you know you can wear these, but yeah, they're so forgettable. You know. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're definitely forgettable. Like. I know, but the the light green one, I might. I don't know if I like that at all. Like at least the dark green on top, the light green, it looks a little better to me. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. This is, I think together, they're C C tier because it's definitely a someone sort of phoned this one and like, oh crap, I meant to have handed that assignment and it's due tomorrow. Oh, I yep. get started. Well, what can I do? Oh. What's Ireland's colours? Green or dark green, light green. Help, oh, just flip it. Cut and done. There we go. Hand it in. Yep. Bare minimum. Yep. Bare minimum. Pretty so, much. Yeah. So that's it here. Now, Pak- next we have Pakistan, who revealed this kit literally a week before the tournament started. I think I'm going to be think- looking at them. Yeah, I can feel it. It's I. It's done the nice, neat patterns. It's got. It looks smart. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I don't... When I first looked at it, I wasn't particularly um taken with it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still still not, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with it. I yeah. can't like yeah. I don't know, the green, the green's the right green, but it just seems wrong to me at the same time. And it's the patterns are nice, but they don't stand out either. Like it's a very faded. They did. It's not like Sri Lanka's pattern where you get wow. Yeah. That's a pattern. Like that's yeah. a statement kit. Exactly. Yellow borders work for me. I think that looks good with yeah, this. Yeah, that is a good I'm, bit. I'm, yeah. I think it belongs in. Uh, it's a good kit. Like I think it just belongs. I don't. It's. I'm just kind. I think it's B tier along with India. Like you know, there's nothing wrong with it. People buy it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It doesn't. It's not meh, but it's yeah. not above. It's not above B. It's not. A, no, it's definitely not above B. It's not yeah. A. No, no. Say, and I don't think it perhaps does just enough, as you say, to be not the Ireland meh, like, oh my. Yeah. It's like, it's much, yeah, it's much more like, eh, it's, it's okay. But yeah, I'd put it under B as well. Now, next up, we have uh, Namibia, I believe, playing their second ever ICC tournament, uh, yeah. fresh since 2003 World Cup. And they've made it through to the Super 12s. And they've made it through to the Super 12s. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at their kit. What do you think? I actually like it. Like I can see how it could be. Maybe people might think it's a bit weird, but it actually I, works I, for me. It works well for me as well. I think there's enough patterns to make a statement. Yeah. I like the red, light blue, dark blue combo. That works for me. Yeah, yeah. It feels a bit inspired by the New Zealand kit from 2015, where they've replaced black with dark blue. Yeah. And they've yeah. added they've added red bits instead of white bits. Yeah, yeah. They have a cool eagle icon that's always a plus for me. Yeah. I don't know whether this belongs in A tier or it's just B. I'm I'm torn. I I, I think I would put it in A. 
Like it's a, mm. it looks the sort of thing where you could yeah. wear it out to a club and be like, hey. I, I think so too. I think, yeah. all right, Namibia goes into A tier for me. Next, we have our fellow Oceanians, the Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Do we even need to talk about this kit? Like straight to S tier? Right? Straight to S tier, yeah. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you look up close to it and it's just, that's amazing. Like there's so much yeah. going on in that. This is like we're, this is our first cricket World yeah. Cup we've made it to. We're gonna make sure everybody remembers us and like yeah, that's right. that, yeah. That kit is memorable. Yeah, exactly. If they never make it to another ICC tournament ever again, that kit's still gonna be the most awesome kit. Like yeah. So I think their their main colors meant to be black, but they've done the yellow and orange as well. Yeah. Um, works really well for me. Obviously, great pattern, I think. Yeah, yeah. With the palm trees and, like, the fading sunset vibe yeah, it's yeah. got. Like, every level works for me. I think, mean, yeah, to me, like I said, no hesitation, S tier straight away. Yeah, yeah. To me, like, it's... I'd still like, put it S tier, but my bits on it, and I'm not a fashion expert at all, but I understand, the yeah, you say, the black seems to be the what was meant to be the main colour, but it seems to be more distracting with the black sleeves yeah. to me. Like, it would be almost cool if they just went full with the, the reds and orange, yellow sort of yeah. theme to it and just had black as the, the border. But yeah, still S tier. Like, it's... Yeah, I this is like, clearly, like, cricket hipsters are going to be wearing this kit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All countries all over, like, it's that type of kit. Next up, we have England. This new kit, mixture of blue-red together making purple. What do you think? Yeah, to me this is this is not working for me. This is the mm. one when I was scrolling around a bit earlier and was like, eh, I don't know if this one actually actually works for me. Like it's I don't have a close up of it, but yeah, no, it's just I think the red and the blue and yeah, merging to the purple, like but it's only like, on the front that seems to be doing the merge and the back's all red and it's just like And I it's the know. wrong blue because they yeah. were sky blue and they exactly. won a World Cup wearing sky blue. Yeah. Um, so A, the blue is wrong, so I'm like, it's uncomfortable. And even if you decided to wear red for T20s instead of sky blue, the fact that you've put in that much blue makes red not a dominant color in that. And I think the yeah. particular red they picked is good. It would have gone well with sky blue as well. And like, if they'd done a pattern with red and blues in it, it could have worked. So I'm not yeah, yeah. dissing the red. I think the red works. There's, so there's so many elements of that that works, but when it's put together, it doesn't work because of the stuff that doesn't work really takes it away from me. Yeah. I don't even think, like, it's one of those things where it's almost jarring. Like, I can't give it meh tier because you're not going to go meh. No. It's, it's almost, I, but I feel harsh giving it an, a fashion crime tier because it's not that bad. Like, if, it, if you look at it from the back, it's not bad. If, but the moment they turn around, you're like, oh, yeah. It's a butterface kit. Yeah. To me, that's why it's an F tier. Like it's F tier. All right. Yeah, it's you say it's fine from the back. You're like, hey, hey, this is not so bad. And they're like, ooh, ooh, what have you done? Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> yeah. All right, F tier. So to me, that's yeah, quintessentially F tier right there. Okay. Next up, Australia have debuted two kits. I've got some thoughts on both of them and Australia kits in general. But what do you think? I think I like both them individually. But I don't mm. think I like them as a set. Mm. They're like, not different enough, right? Yeah, I mean, they're different, but at the same time, not different. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I don't see... why. When would you wear one and not the other? Like if, exactly. If you're going to be clashing, 
Yeah, I yeah. kind of see what they're going for because one of them's clearly a retro kit and the yeah, other's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. And like Australia have been since the 2015 World Cup where they last won an ICC trophy, they uh, they've been wearing green instead of yellow. Yeah. And they haven't won anything since then. Once again, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so they're clearly this the first uh, the the kit with the light green and the and the more neon yellow that's clearly meant to be a homage to those you know earlier yeah. yellow kits and like oh, as definitely. a with some modern styling so i'm yeah, going to yeah. come back to this when we talk about new zealand but yeah so this as a retro kit it works for me yeah um so i'm going to mark them individually so for me this one mar- works for me it's a good good retro kit the color combo is classic australian colors so for me that's a it's uh, if it's not A tier, it's a very high B tier. You know, I think it's a the retro one. Say it works. I think that's. I think if they just went straight with that, things would be fine. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think A tier is 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 perfectly fine for that one. It's it's the sort of thing that's... where people w- would wear, and I mean maybe not New Zealand, but um, yeah, elsewhere, you know, especially in Australia, yeah. that's the sort of sort of kit that will go around so i think though the second kit i think it's a pity that it's paired with this other kit because this is a top-notch kit like they have finally found a happy medium between the dark green they've been wearing to go with the yellow like this is pays tribute to the old color while just you know staying with the styles of the new newish color that they've kept yeah, yeah. The patterns look absolutely great. Like, this is a modern, stylish, sleek kit. Like, if the other kit wasn't around, I would almost have uh, be, like, thinking whether this belongs in S-tier. And the fact that I have to think means it's not in S-tier. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in a, it's an A-tier for me because I have to think about it. But I would not, I would understand if somebody else came and said, no, nah, that's, uh, that's a fresh-tier kit for me. I'm like, yeah, I get it. it. Because I had to think about it, that's not a fresh-tier kit for me. Yeah. Um... This, it's still a good kit. It's still an A kit. Like it's probably just under S tier for me. I think both are A kits, but as I said, as a combo, we're not judging them as a combo. But if I if I were to judge them as a combo, I'd put it as a. It doesn't work. It's almost no. it's weird because as a combo, it's almost failed here. You failed the assignment. They're not two different enough kits. I think that's the way I'd put but, it as well. And the the but, but two modern... individually A tier kits. Yeah, yeah, it's it is a bit weird as you say. Two individually A tier kits um, that together are just a fail. Like the yeah. clear Australia as a whole for this kit reveal is an F tier, but yeah. they managed to pick two really good kits. They <laughs> made two saying. really good kits, like two very very good kits. Yeah. But they these two kits don't go together because they're no. too similar, or they're I, similar enough. Yeah, I almost feel like they should have gone with the more modern one, but put. The um, the green from the other one on the sleeves and said like it had the uh, the retro one sleeves yeah. on the modern one thing, and you could yeah. have, like had this blending of the two of them together, and it may yeah. have worked then, and then you could say it's retro and modern, and yeah. that might have been that might have actually been you... the best, but. Yeah. I'll be honest, if they'd just come up with the second kit and not bother with the retro kit, Australia might have arguably had one of the best kits this tournament. Just because it would have been like so cleverly done, like you know, like a really great yeah. blend of the modern and new. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, the it just yeah, like you said. But we're not judging them as a t- tandem, we're judging them individually, so oh, they're no. both I'm I'm judging them as a tandem as well. Like 
Australia okay. for are getting three entries into this list. Okay, fair enough. Three entries for you. Yeah. Uh, Which seems like excessive amounts of them somehow to get a whole extra entry, but that extra entry is an F entry, so... Yeah, fair enough. I guess we're Kiwis. We get to do that. Yeah. Next, we have Afghanistan. They've only got the one kit. Um, What do you think? Um, I sort of like it, but I feel like... I like it, then I don't like it, then I like it again. I haven't... Like, I... Yeah. My mind won't settle on there's it. There's many things to like about this kit, but there's many things where you go, okay, it's... It is, it's yeah. fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think because of that, I, I think it's better than Ireland's meh kit. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I have no hesitation of putting it in the B tier. So all, other than Sri Lanka, all the subcontinent teams so far are in the B tier for me, for their yeah, kits. Yeah. It's a bit more old-fashioned because it doesn't have the heaps and heaps of co- different patterns, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, it works. I think that's what, yeah. I think that's what makes it go, eh, it's sort of very plain. But at the same point, it's it makes it not bad as well. Like, yeah, it's also it... unique. It kind of fits. Yeah. It's, they're saying it's their identity, so it kind of works. Yeah, yeah. So it's only B, B tier. B. Nothing wrong. Next, the final uh, subcontinent side, Bangladesh, who have two kits. Uh, one is a red... Uh, very red with dark blue at the bottom and the other one is more like the Bangladesh flag uh, uh, green with like the flag reds on the sleeves Um, what do you think of the two kits yeah I think I like the red one I think I'm not so sure about the green one like it's the picture seems I don't know the red red one works for me but the other one not so much yeah, the red one, I think because I think both kits are fine. Like the green one is going with a bit of a camouflage color thing and it's got the red green. It's basically meant to be their retro shirt because that's the kind of jersey Bangladesh would wear. But yeah, yeah. like reinterpreted for modern design and the red shirt is basically the new shirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. The new look design which is very different. So I think that is how you do a, do a double kit Australia if you're doing a double kit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, really different. As a thing, like, like, and I think the the team that's done the double kit well, the best is obviously Sri Lanka because both kits were S tier and as a combo yeah. S tier as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We have no hesitation with that. Um, so to me, I think the as a as a combo, it works. This is fine. Like you know, both are. This is exactly what the assignment calls for. If you're doing yeah. two kits, um, I think as a retro jersey, and I'm judging the the green kit as a retro jersey, it's good. It's it pay it pays homage to those old kits. It does the colors right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't think it does. It's it's not trying to be anything more than that. So to me, that's a um, B tier, very easy B tier, because um, I don't think it's quite meh like the Ireland kit. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, I think it's there. It's hard for me. I do. I am. I am leaning on an A tier for that kit, but I don't know if that uh, about that. Like, uh, because it's very different while retaining the same colors. Like, it's even a different red to the other kit's red, and it's a different green to the other kit's green. So, to me, yeah, like that's uh, that's basically it. It just sneaks into A tier for me. Probably some bias in there as well. So, yeah. <laughs> well, to me, I look at it and go, the red one is easy A tier to me. Like it, yeah, it does lots of things right. Maybe there's a bit of argument that 
the the coloring's sort of a bit off, but it's still the colors of Bangladesh, so it's it's still yeah. fine. Um, as you say, they more historically play cricket in a green in a green color, as opposed to a red yeah. color. But to me, the the red one just blows everything out of the water. That it's like it's it's good enough as it is. That yeah. I'd put an easy A tier, and could possibly be considering S tier for it, but it doesn't quite mm. get there. But I think... the the retro one to me, like I understand that it's retro, and yeah, it does the retro things for what it's doing. But at the same time, like I just can't get into it. it so meh tier for you for that so one. It's meh tier for me. So fair enough. Yeah, I'd have to disagree. We'd have to have separate so... tier rankings for Bangladesh retro. Fair enough. So moving on from Bangladesh, we have the Netherlands now on the. This is the thing, uh, like, uh, some in some of the pictures, it looks more orange than it is, but looking at the ICC pictures, it's very red. Now, this is a, like, I, when I first started watching football, I never had a team in the World Cup to support, because, uh, you know, uh, Bangladesh and New Zealand don't tend to get there, yes. uh, especially in my childhood. So I saw this team wearing this amazing orange kit, <laughs> and I've started, and I've supported them ever since. I don't remember if I like the Dutch team because they wear orange, or if I like the color orange because the Dutch team wear it. <laughs> so the fact that their cricket team, like, there's any sport. You watch a hockey game, you watch a rugby game, you go at the Olympics, and you're watching around. If you see them wearing an orange jersey, do you even ask what country they're from? Who's playing? No, no. You don't. Yeah, you know Dutch. who it is. It's, yeah. it's the Dutch. So this team, like. You would legitimately that Sri Lanka versus Holland game be like, huh, is that Zimbabwe they're playing? I didn't think they were at this World Cup. And to me that's that's failed tier. That's Yeah, yeah. Like it's not and the the kid itself, if it had been doing something incredibly bold with its design, I would go, Okay, but it's not. It's a ver it's a retro ish looking kit, which I appreciate. And I like the I like the them having a dark blue to go with orange, but it's not orange, it's red. So yeah. To me, that's a fail tier. Just uh, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work for me on any level. No, I, when I first looked at it, I saw it. It looks a lot more orange. I thought, eh, it's okay. It's got the orange. Yeah, it's trying to be as retro as the Netherlands can be. Not too bad. But you say once you realise that it's actually a red, you're like, oh wait, what? What are you doing, Netherlands? Like, how can you have it not an orange top? That's just. Yeah ridiculous and so that just takes it from a meh it's okay i guess to nah you failed that's done yeah yeah so f tier f tier so moving on from the netherlands we have the hosts one of the host nations um and uh, oman who are currently at the top of the second division of the world of the uh odi super league Ooh. So they might qualify for the next World Cup Super League. Ooh. Well, what the space? But looking at their kit, um, yeah, I think. What do you think? I'm actually a bit torn on it. I like it, but then I wonder if it's it's either done too much or not quite enough. I don't know. It's there's something there I think... that I I can't quite put my finger on that that worries me for it, but. It's one of the things nice. where if you've got a nice flame on your kit, and I'm not going, huh, 
There's something off with that, right? I looked at it and went, okay. I didn't go, huh, or wow. You know what I mean? Now, the kit itself looks good. And wearing red is, uh, like, it's got, so it's got other patterns to, on the red, which is hard to do as well. So I think it's, yeah. in a way, it is it is a stylish kit. And it's a kit you can wear out. Uh, the thing. So I think it's better, for example, than the Pakistan and India kits that we ra- ranked in the B tier. Um, yeah. So I am inclined to give it an A tier. Like, just the t- kit itself, just the top. Because I don't know why they wear the red pants. Because I think this is a, this would have looked really good with, like, green pants, green bottoms to go with the red top. Like Yeah, actually, the, that's... That actually, I think you're right. I think that's that's the problem, is the pants. And to me, this is a kit review or ranking, so you sort of have to take the... The whole kit. The whole kit? Yeah. So, actually makes it even harder. I was going to put a B, because it's like, it's it's okay. But then I'm, maybe the whole kit's just not there for me. No, I'll keep it at B. B for me. B for you? Okay, yeah. I'm going to put it in the A. Just snuck into the A tier for me, just like the Bangladesh kit. Um, also, it's going with the long sleeve as opposed to the short sleeve, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we have the West Indies uh, with this kit. Uh, what do you think? Once again, I'm torn on it. It seems very, um, very West Indies and very almost retro, but at the same time, not. It's, like yeah, it's... when I look, so when I first saw a picture of the kit, I only saw the front on, and I, there's hardly yeah. any maroon. When you look at it from front on, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And, like. it, and it totally freaked me out. Like I looked at it going, "This is not a West Indies kit. Like maroon yeah. should be the main color of a West Indies kit. It should never be playing second fiddle to another color." Yeah. I don't mind that there's yellow in a West Indies kit. That like for the lettering and the numbers, that works. Like that's a great combo. Yeah. Um. And but if you're gonna do like a front, that's gonna be. Uh, an alternate front side that's going to take up that much room. It needs to be something from that West Indian flag, right? A green or a blue, like that. Lo- you know, just to bring out those color, those West Indies colors, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I genuinely disliked it. Uh. Like okay. this is a kit I actively disliked. The only, which is a pity for me, because I think the West Indies are going to be a great team, and I and I love watching them. Um. I have I. This is an F tier for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite an F tier for me. I think it may slip into the C tier. I mean, yeah. Thinking but... it's a meh tier? Meh tier. Oh, I don't know. It's right. It needed. I think what it needs is is the maroon V through the shoulders and neck area. Yeah. Um, Like, it's you're right. It's too much yellow on the front, but it's it's almost okay. Well, maybe the yellow needs to be more, make it more obvious that it's the sun. Because that's, I think that's what they're going for, is it's, it's you know, yeah. the sunny uh, West Indies, so it's the sun. And so much yellow, it almost feels like an Aussie kit, like an old school Aussie kit yellow. That And also that, so that also gears my, uh, grinds my yeah. gears. You know, Australia, like uh, the West Indies, is one of the West Indies' biggest rivals in the cricket yeah. world, right? Yeah. Yeah, so to me, that's, that's probably it. I needed the maroon across the shoulders. And then like a... Yeah. a Band of yellow with the West Indies, with the West Indies. So you have the band of yellow there, and underneath that have a. Looks like they're trying for a pattern, and maybe there's a pattern on the other side as well. Like, 
needed the pattern through their yellow with the maroon on the yellow and it would have been okay. So actually no, I think I've I've convinced myself that's an F tier as I talk this through. <laughs> okay. So moving on from West Indies, we have South Africa who also have two kits. Yeah. What do we think of each kit? I think I might like both of them, but I think I also yeah. might dislike both of them. Like uh, <laughs> I re the both kits once again this as a combo works. They're yeah, clear yeah. alternates and yellow as an alternate kit for the Proteas. Th- two double thumbs up. That's a great yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great idea. It works really well. Um we're so used to seeing that rugby jersey in that yellow. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, so I'm going to go to that kit later. The green kit, every element of it works for me. It's a top top kit like it's Actually, got the lettering in the... Oh yeah, no. The, Once I look at it closer, yeah. Like it's got the cool tribal patterns. It's got yeah. which which are reminiscent of the Rainbow Nation in rainbow colors, and the sleeves with the rainbow colors. Mwah! Go, yeah. Great, and like the lettering in yellow. Everything about this kit works for me. Like this is an S tier kit. Like just off the bat for me. Yeah. When I look at that kit for the cricket team, I think about that kit, and I go, you know, a rugby team could wear that kit. A rugby team can't wear that green uh, that uh, green kit. No. A rugby team can't wear the West Indies kit, and no. the rugby team can't wear any of the other team's kit. That is, so that kit's problem is it doesn't look like a cricket kit to me. It looks like yeah, a yeah. really cool football shirt, which, yeah. no. So that's, as, what, that's what got me. Like, I realized what it was as soon as you said it looks like the South African rugby team. Like that. That's the problem. Yes. It reminds me too much of the rugby team. That was like... Like, if they did, like, a, basically the yellow uh, and used pattern, similar pattern design that the green had and everything, so it was very clearly a cricket kit. Yeah. You know, this South Africa would have two S tiers, much like Sri Lanka did, but it just yeah. doesn't. Like, this kit, the yellow kit just doesn't do it for me. Like, just because it doesn't feel like a cricket kit, like, I have to... Yeah. But I think it looks like it's a good shirt. Like, you know, to me, it looks good. Yeah. Which is like I genu- I don't dislike the shirt. You know, like the way I actively dislike the West Indies kit, and I actively dislike that England kit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which we both uh, put into F tier. Yeah. I don't. Uh, uh, so I don't actively dislike this kit. So I'm gonna put this in meh tier because it doesn't look like a cricket jersey. It's just like it is meh. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'd... Still getting torn on it. Both it's basically it could be any sports jersey. That's the level yeah. of meh it is, you know. Like yeah, it's no, just that's... it's not bad. It's just meh. It's super meh. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's it's a um, it's a good jersey, and it'd be one that would worn. Except it's not a cricket kit, and that's what we're yeah. judging on, right? So yeah. as a cricket kit, it just doesn't do it. Um, I do like like when I think about it. I think they it's a good attempt. At yeah. Like being like, well, what is the other South Africa that you think you know? We think South Africa. What else do you think? Well, the rugby team. So we'll have something that reminds you of that as our alternative. We've got a green cricket shirt, and then like the other South Africa shirt. Um, so it sort of almost works from that point of view. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah, as a combo, it's and I'm gonna do the Australian one, I think, and put this as a combo as well as a. Separate yeah. shirts. As a combo, I think it's a it's an A tier. It's pretty good. Oh, combo, combo, I agree. A tier yeah. is a combo, hundred yeah. percent. Like 
this idea is good. Just that that kit, like I said, that the yellow kit just, yeah. It's a pity because it's in every way a good shirt, just not cricket enough. Yeah, yeah. To be, you know. I think you're right. If they'd taken the patterns from the green shirt and put that into the yellow shirt, that's what would have done it. And it just would have been S tier all the way. But mm. The fact they sort of went with, a, with the, the lines, the green lines. Um, yeah. Sort of that very much makes it a, a rugby shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, so moving on. So, sorry, we were C tier for the yellow, right? Yeah, C tier for the yellow. I think S tier for the green. Like, just so many levels. Good kit. Um, nah, it's, it is a fresh kit. Like, that green kit, you're going to see South Africa fans from all over the world because they have a lot of neutral fans wear that kit. Like, that's just one of those kits. And then, yeah. this is the thing. You're going to see a lot of people wear that South Africa jersey and people are going to come to them going, oh, you're wearing a wallow, you're wearing a Springbox jersey. And people are going, wait, that's not a spring. That's, that's not a rugby yeah, you know what I mean? Or even yeah. like a Buf- you're wearing a Bafana kit and you're like, oh, wait, you're, okay, weird. Yes. So this exactly. is, like, yeah, that's what it is. Now, the final one on our list, uh, which it's good that it worked in this order because it's the home country for us, um, New Zealand. Yeah. So they've gone with two kits again. Like, I'm going to talk about the alternate kit a bit later, but, uh, and the... I'm going to talk about them separately and what I think about them, but what do you... Like, before we go into the alternate kit, what do you think of the grey kit? The main kit? The grey kit? I actually like it. I look at that one and go, that's that's pretty good. Um, like, it's it's very... feels very New Zealand cricket. Um, yes. That's good. That, whilst being different and unique as well, so it's like, it's the 2021 like, World Cup New Zealand cricket um, shirt. Yes. Yeah, this every World Cup New Zealand has a has a different kit, and you can almost tell every World Cup, you know, every kit by what you know what World Cup it is by the kit they're wearing. Yeah, so yeah. that's a really good that that's a New Zealand's identity, I think, a lot in the kit. So New Zealand is not like India and Australia for me, where they have to keep wearing the same colors because they've won so much in those colors. In yeah, New yeah. Zealand has a history of wearing different colored new kit uh, new kits for cricket. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, this kit to me, it's it has all the hallmarks of a future classic for me. Um, I don't go wow right away because it's not like to me like for example our 2015 with the dark blue. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Stripes like that. That was a wow kit, you know. Like I immediately had to go buy that kit. Like as soon as I saw well, you know, the, them wear that at Eden Park, uh, when we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the level of kit it was. Like this is a really good kit. Like, and I'll probably buy this kit too. But you know, I could wait to buy it, and it looks cool, and all. So to me, this is an easy A for the uh, the uh, this kit. Yeah, yeah, it's um, an easy A. I'd say I'd almost put it S because I really like it, but yeah, it's yeah, not so quite there. Get here. Not quite. Well, it's the same as. Um... With the the Aussie um rich one, what you think like it's it's an it's an S tier, but I have to think about it, which means it's not an S tier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Now, the most 
divisive New Zealand kit of all time is the teal <laughs> kit. And this is also the kit that New Zealand wore to win their first ever ICC trophy in, two, yeah. in the year 2000 in Kenya at the Champions uh, at the for the at the Champions Trophy. Now, I have a lot to say about this kit, so I'm going to let you talk about it first. Okay. I'm going to start off first that I remember the um visceral this kit got when it first got released um, and i can there was more was it this year when they announced that it was going to be the alternate this world yeah. cup or the end of last year whenever it was there was more because people didn't felt there was a public vote in there but that's not the one everybody voted for but they still chose it that all said i actually like the, the kit i like the teal one i've always liked it because it's different as well like it's very different kit to a new zealand kit um, we associate this kit with the St- Stephen Fleming era, and that is yeah. a, a nice era to remember as a cricket fan. Yeah. And it has nostalgia for us as well, because that was yeah. very much the era that we are on the terraces, being drunken louts as yeah. students, dodging large fruit being thrown in the air as the Mexican wave came round, yeah. yelling at people as they got escorted out by because yeah. they drank too much by the police and everything, yeah. sneaking our own booze in. And then yes. drinking it all day whilst, you know, trying to avoid the security guards. Abusing yep. said security guards occasionally because they wouldn't throw the beach ball back. Getting Stephen Fleming to wave at us from, yes. from the pitch. All these all these fun times. So yes. yeah, it has good nostalgia value, which is why possibly why I like it as well. Yeah. Um, that all said, I, I still don't think it's the right one for this World Cup. Like, I feel the same as everyone that they put it to a public vote. And it doesn't feel like this is the one that won that public vote, and yet they chose it anyway, which sort of makes you wonder why they went to a public vote. Um, and New Zealand so, yeah. are so good with their publicity and marketing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it was a big fail from the publicity side of things. Like, hmm. but It's good that you've covered the public relations and the polit- politics and history of this kit, because yeah. I'm going to go from the fashion angle. Because we're judging it on the thing as well. So, like, just so that we can make a rounded decision. So, yeah, yeah. let me put out front, like, even though I think that the New Zealand dark blue kit from 2015 is an S-tier kit, this is my favorite New Zealand kit. <laughs> and let me be extremely, like, New Zealand has the best retro kits of every cricket, any cricket yeah, country. Yeah. We've got the beige kit. We've got the 92 World Cup grey kit. Oh, yeah. We've got the full black kits from the 2011 World Cup. Yeah. We have incredible kits for retro purchases. And let me look, let's talk about retro because this is a retro kit. So I'm judging yeah. it as a retro kit when I'm looking at it. We don't have the original beige kits when, we, when they redid the beige kit. Those beige kits got redesigned with new patterns to fit a modern palette, if that makes sense. And so did, as well as the 92 gray kits you know they paid proper homage to that 92 team with martin crow but it also had like enough new things and flare bits here and there so you knew you were wearing a tribute kit to that kit you know it's not it's not a straight copy this is a straight copy of that kit Yeah, yeah which to me fails the idea of doing a retro tribute kit if it's exactly the same yeah. So while when they told told me that they were going, they, they said they were going to redo the teal kit. I was really really excited to see what New Zealand cricket were going to do, like the fashion people there, to reinterpret this kit for yeah. now for two twenty to uh, this two thousand to two thousand and two kit 
to reinter or, or two thousand yeah two thousand two kit and reinterpreted it for a twenty twenty one you know New Zealand, yeah. and you know what they didn't change it at all, and no. that to me is a bit disappointing, like genuinely disappointing for. But now if I take if I take that out of consideration, this kit is ahead of its time. If we didn't have a two thousand kit, if this wasn't a retro kit and this was a new kit, I would be all over this kit. I would yeah, go. Yeah. This is an incredible S tier kit. Like New Zealand have thrown it out of the park. They're taking new colors. What are they even doing? And putting the silver fern, beautiful. Like it's so good on so many levels. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, this yeah. If, if this wasn't a retro, we'd love it as a yeah. kit. Like this is exactly what the. So it, so I can't. So this is why I think it's so good. So for me, like I said, if given that the gray kit was an easy A tier. This one, because it's a retro and it's exactly the same, it's an easy meh tier. Look, I'm going to buy this kit because I like this kit and it's my yeah, favorite yeah. kit. But I'm only buying it because it's a copy of an old kit. An exact copy of an old kit. Not because yeah. it's good in its own right as a kit in 2021. Yeah. So to me, that makes it a meh tier kit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's the exact copy. Like the photo of the team and it makes it look yeah. like Stephen Fleming's there. Nathan Estel's there. Like, like where are these people? Oh, Oh, that's right. This is actually the current squad. Yeah, like just wearing the two thousand, you know, two thousand, two thousand two kit for some reason. But, yes. Yeah. As you say, it's and, not a, and all the other retro kits um, that we've gone through are all, you know, you say homages and and reimaginings of it, um, yes. of the retro kits into into modern day. Well, it's New Zealand just went, yeah, it's only twenty one years ago. Yeah, wear that. It's still good. Yeah, um, we had we some almost, leftovers. Yeah, be surprised if they turned around and didn't have the old team's names on the back. Like, yeah. that's how much the same it is. Yeah, yeah. If the only reason I know it's not the same is because the sponsor back then was BNZ, not ANZ. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only reason I know these are not exactly those kids that were leftovers. And it doesn't have KFC anywhere on it. Yeah, yeah. But like that aside, uh, yeah. So it's it's a great kit, but it's a meh. It's meh for what for our purposes as a retro kit. It's a meh, and it's a it's meant to be a retro kit. So I think we have to judge it as a retro kit. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost wondering if it's an F for a retro kit because they haven't. Mm. Is is just using your old shirt retro, or is that secondhand? Like. Is it a retro kit or is it a a lazy hand? This is it? really lazy. It's even lazier yeah. than Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, because it's exactly the same. You've yeah. literally copied it. You haven't even changed a few things here and there, so that Turnitin doesn't detect your. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is this is a fail of plagiarism. A plagiarism of yourself, <laughs> like yeah. the worst type, type of plagiarism. <laughs> You hated this assignment. You failed the pa- somehow. You failed that paper, and so the next year you just handed the same assignment back in. You just like changed, crossed the date out, and changed the date. And that's it. Yeah. Hey, this is like if you had a copy of your old assignment that you got an A in, and you were repeating a paper, and you, oh no, I did you, that. Just, and you, just yeah, very clearly. Yeah, but you still get an <laughs> A for that. So, uh, like you know, yeah, but okay. 
That's we a good point. Going it's still... into some deep philosophical territory there. I, I think we can agree to disagree if you're going with an F. I can't give it an F because I like the kit so much. Like, I genuinely like it so much, and I'm so thrilled to be able to buy it. And yeah, that, yeah. to me, is like, I can't give it an F tier for that reason. It's meh just because it's not a retro. Because I was disappointed that it was such a... It was exactly a direct copy as opposed to a reinterpretation of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'd give it a meh. Give the, the grey the A tier that, that we agree. But almost yep. want to give New Zealand an F for the combo. On the, not that it's a bad combo or that they don't go together or they're not clearly I think different. As a combo, I'll, like, I'll give it, I, think, I think giving it a combo, going with a retro kit and a new kit is a good theme idea. So the fact that the retro kit is de- executed badly is not what we're judging the combo on we're judging on the combo themes right yeah as yeah. a combo theme it works and i think that and they are different enough they're not similar similar looking kits like ireland's oh, no. kit no they they definitely work as a as a thing um yeah, yeah. Just, and it's... like england australia's kits are too similar to be a, yeah. a, the what they're doing is they're, if they're going to do alternates so i think on that level it works as a if we're looking at the combo ideas that it definitely works yeah. And he, I, you could have almost done what Sri Lanka did and copied the pattern of this. If they did copy the pattern of this teal kit and you had a gray silver fern on this black new kit, like I'm yeah. not saying the black kit is bad, and you were just going, were then that retro kit almost works because you're going, were yes, it's a copy, but the new kit is a homage. Yeah, yeah. But we're following the retro design. You just go, okay, that's clever. Like we would, but they, it's a completely different kit. That second yeah, one, yeah. unlike how Sri Lanka did it, and it's uh, so I think Sri Lanka is a combo, we have to give the combo as well an S tier, because oh, yeah. it's done so well yes, definitely uh, but definitely. I yeah, I think if I was judging it as a combo, I'd just give it a B I think, yeah, it's they went very retro and they changed it, like they haven't done anything, it's fine, like it yeah. works I've just talked myself in circles and thought myself in circles. I don't know where they end up because, you say, I liked, I liked the teal kit. I still like the teal kit. It still looks cool. You say it's it was ahead of its time. It's still, you say, if it was a kit that was now, you're right. It's ridiculously awesome. The grey kit, that's great. Like it's say you now that you mentioned having the silver fern across there and sort of a, a grey or something, that's what is missing. That's if it had that, it's it's S tier straight up, and you say the whole thing then falls into place. Like someone just missed the biggest opportunity in the world there, and it yeah. was just being so perfect. Um, and I think, and you know, if they had done that, I feel like this, it would have rehabilitated this teal kit in the mind of everybody. They would all been like, oh, it works as a combo. And like now we like this. Everybody now likes this teal kit because yeah. it works so well with the other kit, and it's a. Such a good, uh, yeah, combo. Yeah, but yeah, to me, I got something about it—the fact that it's just a direct copy, the fact that it felt a bit like—and it's that's the politics side. New Zealand cricket just didn't listen; they just wanted this. They put out a a yeah. um, poll, and when the poll results didn't come back the way they wanted, they said, "Oh, don't care. We're just doing the thing that we were always going to do. We were just trying to build hype for it in a really poorly thought out manner." Um, yeah. So, and I realise that's bringing in things that other than the kit into this discussion about the kit. 
but that's why to me, like, the combo fails. Not because of any individual elements, not even how they work together, not anything to do with the kit, just the fact that it is a direct copy and it feels so jarringly there. Like, we just wanted a retro kit, and yeah, it's retro, right? That's the one we're doing this time. Yeah, yes, look at us, foo, here's the proper kit, and there's the retro kit. Like, you could have done something with this, like, where was any effort to tie this together or to do something as opposed to, oh, we had some laying around. Let's change the sponsor on that name. There we go. We're done. So yeah, to me, that's why it's a, a an F for the combo. Um, the tier one, I don't know where to put. I really don't. Like, it's S tier because it's the tier kit and it's awesome. It's F tier because it is the same as the that's a direct copy. You, There's no difference. So, it's so whether so you judge average? it as a kit or do you judge it as a as a retro kit? Yeah. And yeah, because it's such a good kit, but it's like as a retro kit, it's failed the project, you know, by being too similar, to being exactly the same as its previous yeah, kits. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I basically went half a dozen and six the other way and put it in meh tier. Yeah, I think I might have to join you there for that. Because um. I did, like I said, as excited as I was to hear that they're going to do this kit, and I, I am buying this kit. Let's not be because I love this kit and I love that era of New Zealand cricket. But yeah, that's meh because yeah. I was disappointed going, oh, you didn't even change stuff with it. Like it's no, and I'm nothing. like, and if New Zealand cricket, this is New Zealand cricket's own fault. If they hadn't set up the standards with the grey kit and the beige kit, we're judging you on you're a good retro kit maker you know exactly yeah uh, like even though you put like that bangladesh retro kit in f tier it's more of a retro it does the retro part better than this kit does even though it's not as good a shirt as this kit yeah yeah no you're right yeah but yeah i think i'm i'm putting new zealand this one with you in the in the meh Tier, but I am putting the combo down in the fail because it's even though there's nothing wrong with them as a combo they work and everything, it's just the fact that it's I just need to have my protest somewhere that right. cricket, what have you done? Like the whole thing is just too bad. Yeah. Were you com placing a separate tier for the combo? I think my separate I I put it in B tier. It works. It's fine for me. Like I think, because I know what New Zealand cricket did, but you know they gave me the result I wanted, so <laughs> I can't <laughs> be too upset about that. And yeah, I mean it was technically it's the time for it. So they've gone through the previous ones yeah. basically. So it's just the fact that they were pretending there was a public consultation and the votes were going to matter but then yeah. they didn't i think the problem was they didn't disclose the answers in the end and that's what made everybody were like well obviously that didn't really win you just yeah decided that was what it was this is the so. thing this kit has this kit's detractors really dislike the kit yeah and this kit's uh, likers really like this kit so that's why it's such a divisive kit, and like yeah. that's, and it's the thing. This is a kit like don't get me wrong. In twenty, ten, twenty years time, this kit will be c coming back. It'll be have another yeah. retro retread, and we'll probably buy it again. But like, yeah. 
<laughs> and it'll probably be done in sort of controversial circumstances in a dumb way, yeah. but like it's just what it is. It seems to be the way for this kit. Like it's, you say, the most controversial kit, despite the fact you know you're right. I, I think it's perhaps one of the best kits that New Zealand yeah. kits ever worn. Like it's yeah, so out there, I, so cutting edge, so different, and it's got the silver fern like. And I remember when we first got rid of it and started wearing the full black, I hated the full black just because it wasn't this kit. Yeah, and the yeah. full black kit looked good. Yeah, but you're right, like, when they changed, it was jarring the change. Like, oh, they yeah. changed now, like, but it doesn't look right anymore, even though they're, like, they're wearing a traditional New Zealand um, yeah. sporting kit. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Yeah. So we're... Yeah. Sticking to our final rankings, is there anything looking back you want to change after vehemently going through your emotions about that New Zealand kit? I am a New Zealand cricket supporter. I'm allowed to do that. I was going to go back through. So now S tier. Do you want to start S tier or F tier? Let's start at F tier. And F tier, we've got England, Netherlands, England, Netherlands, uh, West Indies, the Australian as a combo. And the New yes, Zealand but not as a combo. the kits individually. Not the kits individually. And New Zealand as a combo for me, but not the kits yep. individually and not really because of the combo, but just because I, yep. I'm upset with the whole thing. Um, On the more meh, New Zealand cricket. You had Bangladesh in your F tier as well, the green kit. No, I, I bumped it up. You had to it me. in meh tier, sorry. You had it in meh, yeah, meh. tier. That's I right, bumped right. it up to meh. Yeah. Okay. So, so meh. In... We've got Ireland home and away. South Africa, the and yellow. As a, and as a combo? Oh, and as a combo. Oh, no, a combo, sorry, that should be an F tier. No. Uh, because we started the combos after Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And Ireland, they're too similar, right? So as a combo, F tier? Yeah. But individually, met tier for each jersey. Yeah. Um, the, you South put Africa, Bangladesh. I put Bangladesh and the, the retro into me. Yeah. And we both had the South African yellow in there. Yes. And then... Because it's such put... a good shirt, but it's like, it's, it's just meh. For the same reasons that the teal one is. Like, we talked yeah. a lot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the way... And New Zealand teal in meh as well. Yeah. And the New Zealand teal in meh as well, for yeah. that reason. Um, then we had all the kits we thought were kind of... Yeah, good. We're, that were good, and we're good. Yeah. So we had the... Uh, we had the Afghanistan kit there. We had the India kit there. We had the um, the uh, Pakistan, Pakistan kit. Yeah. Um, you had the Bangladesh retro there. I had yeah, the I had Oman Bangladesh kit. Retro you had the Oman kit there, and I think yeah. I had the Oman kit there as well. Oh, uh, I had the Oman kit up at ATF for you, but. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, no, I I think I was convinced by you in the end. Like you have to okay. look at it as a combo. So with the pa- with the pants and everything. So yeah, yeah. I'll put that in because it's a good kit, but it's not a it's not an A kit. No, no. Um. So in and the have... A tier, yeah, we have the New Zealand grey kit. Easy yep. choice there. We had the um. We had the Australia, both Australia kits as individuals in the A yeah. tier. Um, yeah. We had the Namibia kit as an A tier, and we uh, and the yeah, Bangladesh red 
What's that? And the Bangladesh red kit and the A tier as well. And also the South African combo. As a combo, we thought it was pretty. pretty yeah, as a combo, it was an A tier. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's a that's an A tier combo they picked. Um, yeah. The uh, now we our S tiers. I had the South Africa green kit in the S tier. Just worked for me on every level. Um, yeah. I agreed with you on that one in the end. On on the kit. Um, for me, the PNG kit straight S tier. Didn't even think yeah. about it. Straight. Um, Scotland was a straight S tier. I didn't even think about it. Like no. the moment I looked at that kit and both Sri Lanka kits and as a combo yeah. S tier. Just all like, of Sri Lanka like a... just gets the prize for kits this World yeah, yeah. Cup. We agree. Definitely. Like the, like I think you and I just had a mild disagreement. Like you like the blue one more. I like the yellow one more. But they're both yeah. good. Like I can <laughs> see why you like the blue one. That's stylish yeah. as kit. Yeah, I think as I said at the time, like there's nothing wrong with the yellow one. Just if I'm going to choose between the two, I'm going to get the blue one. But yeah, they're both really awesome kits. I mean, like I, wrote... I said, you and I both are like, can we buy this kit? Like, yeah. is it okay if we wear it? Like, it's such a good kit. It is a very good kit, and it's it works so well in so many levels, and the two of them work so well together as well. Like, it's it's really good. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Tick tick. So I think special shout out to whoever designed Sri Lanka's kits this. World Cup, you yeah. uh, earned your money and like, uh, you know, you deserve every accolade you've. I hope you've been getting in Sri Lanka for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now let's actually talk about the cricket things of our teams. Uh, <laughs> shall we do a quick review of the teams that have left? We uh, so at the beginning the teams to uh, hadn't we had four spots up for grabs in the Super Twelve. And of that, uh, there was uh, Bangladesh, um, Scotland, Papua New Guinea, and Oman in one group. And in the other group, we had Sri Lanka, Ireland, Namibia, and the Netherlands. Um, one group was noticeably tougher than the other. Um, there's many commentators before the World Cup saying Sri Lanka might not go through, but I think Sri Lanka showed a lot of their class this tournament. Yeah. Um, so Sri Lanka have gone through, looked pretty impressive against uh, the teams they were up against. And yeah. Namibia, the first time they're in the super round, the second round Go of Namibia. the tournament. So well done to them. Yeah. Um, Beat the, Ireland in a winner-takes-all match and made it through. Yep, and they also uh, beat the Netherlands quite handily. The Netherlands are going to yeah. be very disappointed. I think they thought they were going to play. Because they have a very good team for an associate side. They have genuine fast bowlers, genuine yeah. leg spinners, um, good batting. So I, I'd be very disappointed if I were a Netherlands fan. Um, and I think associate fans in general are a bit disappointed that Netherlands didn't go further. So pity there. Um, Oman had a winner-take-all uh, scenario because they beat Papua New Guinea. And if they were able to beat either Scotland or Bangladesh, that they would have had a chance. But the moment Scotland beat Bangladesh, I think we all knew it was going to be hard for Oman because Bangladesh yeah, yeah. wasn't going to take them lightly and were going to go hard. And they, from all reports, there were the stadium in Oman where Bangladesh played them was packed full of Bangladesh fans. <laughs> um, uh, so it's a neat little stadium, which is about half an hour away from the capital. In yeah. Muscat, and it holds about three thousand people. Oh, nice. So it's about the right size for a small, good, 
intimate cricket ground. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and so Bangladesh uh, managed to get through despite lo- uh, despite their shaky start against Scotland. Um, yeah. Then Scotland went through as well. Um, I think Scotland were very impressive in both, all their games. Like, there was no games where I'm like, oh, Scotland got lucky to win. They genuinely no. deserved to beat Bangladesh. Yeah. And they went ahead... Uh, uh, you know they've gone ahead uh, on merit in my opinion. Like obviously they've gone ahead on merit because they won. The, 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 but they're yeah, genuinely they genuinely look like a good team. Like you know yeah, yeah. every aspect of it were uh, uh, on. Uh, they were the best team in that group, and that's why they got ahead. If that makes yeah. sense. Yes, that no, makes sense. Um, I do agree. Like they fully deserved all three of their wins. Yeah. So. What we're, most the rest of the tournament, my understanding, is going to be played in the UAE. Um, now, the yeah. pitches here have been notorious in the IPL for being very bowler-friendly, especially at Sharjah. The um, Bazid Khan, the former uh, Pakistan batsman, said that if you get 140 here, you're still not out of the game. So that tells you something. Yeah. The So... The way it's fallen out, Bangladesh, because they came second, uh, joined Sri Lanka into Group 1, which also includes includes England, Australia, South Africa, and the West Indies. And Group 2 has Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, New Zealand. uh, One of these three, uh, one of these four don't belong with the others. (laughs) And the and obviously joined by the two associates Namibia sorry joined by yeah the two associates Namibia and Scotland yeah now how do you think our two associates will go in that very tough I think group two given the conditions is the tougher group to be it in. Is, yeah it is yeah very tough um and it's made tougher because both Scotland and Namibia Namibia are coming through with such highs they've yeah. played really well in the group stage. They're playing strong, and they're gonna. They got nothing to lose, right? They know they're up against it, and they're gonna come up and swinging. And it's a T20 match, so just about anything can happen. So yes. they won't be afraid, and they'll. Which just means that all the games are gonna be super tough. Everybody's there to. And I wouldn't be surprised if either Scotland, if it was wasn't Scotland or Namibia that was on bottom. If somehow Afghanistan or God forbid, New Zealand um, managed to end up the top group, bottom. New there. Zealand, New Zealand no. could uh, have a tough time in this group because yeah. this is these uh, Afghanistan yeah. have Rashid Khan, which is basically yeah. like having LeBron James in your team for for a T Twenty cricket team. Yeah, um, and they have, uh, and this is peak LeBron James. I'm talking about not yeah, yeah, LeBron exactly. James at 39 years old. And he uh, and they have a few uh, another very good uh, uh, a few very good players. Their wicketkeeper is a good lower order pitch hitter. Mohammed mm. uh, Nabi is uh, is back in form and uh, and playing well. Um, they've got Amir Hamza, who is their other left arm uh, uh, left arm sp- uh, spinner, slow left armer. Um, and yeah, uh, they've Hashimullah uh, Shahidi, who is the wicketkeeper, who got uh, who's their big uh, lower order striker of the ball. So they've got a yeah, decent yeah. balanced team. Like 
Afghanistan are the kind of team where if they do if they somehow bat even if they have to bat first and they get about 140 or their bowling lineup in these conditions can win those games and conversely they can i think their batting can also chase uh they actually now have a yeah they actually now have a batting lineup that can chase yeah, uh, yeah. i think really well so i um yeah, I think Afghanistan are my actually my second favorite to go through from this group. I know New Zealand are in there, but I think T20s are New Zealand's worst format yeah. of the three formats in cricket at the moment. Um, and in these conditions where our batters have struggled, uh, like the only thing is that they have the New Zealand team a lot. There's nine players who've played in IPL coming in who are in decent form. Our bowling is there. Um, they especially with uh, games in Sharjah, they're going to need to really hit at the top of the order. So I think maybe, I've, I hate to say it because he's been a servant for New Zealand cricket for so long, but I think picking Martin Guptill instead of opening with someone like Glenn Phillips and mm. maybe taking Fabian Allen yeah. as like a real top order hitter, because we know Tim Seifert's going to do it. And yeah. they've kept, uh, they've kept Fabian Allen as a lower order, uh, as the lower order finisher, and I think that'll be useful in uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Um, but like, yeah, uh, they'll. It's still. It's one of those things. Like most of the runs in this uh, are gonna come at the top of the order while the yeah, new yeah. ball is hard. Um, so even Kane Williamson is not a power play power player, right? Even Ross yeah. Taylor would have been a better pick for that than Kane. Um, but I think Kane Williamson as a captain brings you other things, so that's fine. Yeah. But he's gonna have to be very. He's gonna be at his be He's gonna have to be at his best, like deciding who to promote up the order, um, the and things like that to get yeah, the best yeah. out. And obviously the bowlers, like I know that we've got both Todd Astol and Ish Sodi, so as good a uh, wrist spinning lineup as everyone other than Afghanistan, who have Rashid yeah. Khan. And we've got Mitchell Satner as well, so another left arm uh, spin bowler. Yeah. Um, and I think our pace, like the other thing is like, I wonder about the pace, because I think Lockie Ferguson will play and that's good. Mm. And I, uh, and Kyle Jamieson has been hot and cold in the IPL, but that's to be expected on his rookie season. Yeah. But if the ball's not going to swing, um, Trent Bolt will be fine because he's a left armer. But yeah, Tim Saudi could struggle a bit, especially... Yeah, yeah. But he's also provides you so much extra batting if he can be brought in as a as a hitter. So yeah. there's issues with the way New Zealand's team is built. Yeah. But the yeah. one thing I would put is that Saudi is definitely a big tournament player. Like Yes, I agree. So yeah. The fact that it's the World Cup means that And he's become the talisman of the bowling lineup yeah. there in the last couple of years. He's just become the big boy, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm going to be patriotic and think that New Zealand's going to make it through. Um, just because, as I say, I, highly likely we don't. As I say, T20's not our forte. Hasn't really ever been. Um, yeah. But... I think I the, when Gary Tread said that his... Uh, he... Uh, is aiming to go to the semis, that's a very tough ask even. Yeah. Because it's only oh, the top two that get through. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's the hard thing here is that 
yeah, two pools of six, and it's only two teams from each that go through the next one. So it's a this is the most cutthroat bit. Even if you've got two um, two knockout games afterwards, which are going to be tough enough as they are, I feel like getting to the semi-final is probably the tougher ask, especially out of the group two. Um, like it's yeah. a, it's going to be difficult, but I think New Zealand can do it. And then this second one, I guess, I'd go standard with India because you know India wins everything anyway. So. I think, yeah, it's very hard to look past India. The only weakness I can think of, and it's weird to say it, is that Kohli's opening with Rohit Sharma. Yeah. Uh, look, Rohit Sharma's an absolute gun. Like, no, obviously, we think he's going to score a lot of runs here, but yeah, yeah. Kohli's not been in the best of form in any format of cricket in the last few uh, years, and that's, yeah, it's got to be worrying. Um, There's player they've got, the bowling lineup, they've got Ravi Ashvin, they've got um, uh, Ravindra Jadeja, Jasprit Bumrah, Mohamed Siraj, like, you know, the yeah, incredible yeah. lineup of bowlers. They've got Rishabh Pant at, as a wicket keeper. Yeah, just, yeah. Um, and they'll have the players like, yeah, Bhuvi, Kumar. Like, yeah, their batting lineup, especially in the middle order, is where you're wondering about India because. The uh, if someone like Ravindra Jadeja isn't able to close out the innings um, for them, and then you the rest of their bowlers we've shown in the test squad they're not that great at hitting out and making the most out of the deliveries. Yeah, yeah. And their batters, unfortunately, India are one of those teams that for some reason believe in anchors, and I don't know why because there are <laughs> and they've. They've literally, in many ways, feel like in the last four years of the IPL, converted a bunch of players who are capable of averaging 30 with a strike rate of 150 plus into players who average 35 with a strike rate of 130. Which is like, look, there are plenty of players who average, you know, a strike rate of 130, you know, have a strike rate of 130. Getting a guy who can consistently do a strike rate of 150 is where you, what you want. Yeah, yeah. Like those players are like uh, those players are worth their weight in gold. So like, other than Rohit Sharma, who's just always good, and he's just gonna be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if, if even he's been asked to be an anchor, like I don't get it. Ah, oh, it drives me crazy about <laughs> the way India set up their T20 team. Um, and what? Uh, so and a lot of Indian T20 teams are set up. So. Yeah, and there's uh, you can uh, there's so many players in India who can be anchors. You don't need to use like you know uh, talents like KL Rahul and Rohit Sharma that way. Yeah, my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, no, and I agree. I, I think if they miss out on scoring runs with the new ball because they're worried about anchoring and trying to, yeah, that could be where the thing plays. That is, uh, yeah, even if they lose one or two games to get their strategy right, that might be all it takes to get you through, you know, get you uh, uh, not, to not qualify, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, <laughs> India definitely going to qualify. Uh, no issues there. So my thing here is I think Afghanistan and India are going to qualify, but I would not uh, I would never count out uh, Pakistan when it comes to big tournaments. Yeah. Especially T20. Yeah, yeah. They... That's what makes this group so hard, you say. Afghanistan, 
got some of the most informed players um, and have got yeah. such a well-rounded side. India is India. Yeah. Um, New Zealand, though you point out their weaknesses, you know, is still very strong side at the moment, no matter what form we're playing in, really. Yeah. And yes, T20 is our weakest form, and yes, we haven't performed there as well. Yeah. But, I mean, there's plenty of um, belief in the side as well. And recently we've been performing well at, at the ICC tournament. So, big hope. Pakistan is a T20 World Cup. Like, you're going to get a ridiculously good Pakistan coming out of this. They're going to be strong and uh, going to be in each match. Then you've got Scotland and Namibia who have just come out of the qualifiers going, hey, we can do this. We've just had, we're playing the tournaments of our lives. Let's go out there and actually make a mark. And so, like, it's going to be a crazy, crazy games in that pool. Absolutely. Um, and we got a shout out to uh, Mohammed Hafiz, who's going to play as a four, at 41 years old, the only oh, yeah. player in this tournament, I think, who's older than you and I. Yeah. Uh, actually, Ryan's no, he's 41 us. years old, six days, so he's just younger than, he is younger yeah. than us. He's younger than us. But, but he's, uh, yeah, so he uh, remembers the 80s, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to be playing this tournament. That's one of the issues they have, whether or not they want him to open. But if they don't open with him, then, you know, they lose out on a off-spinning all-rounder yeah um there's some so there's some balancing there to do they've got some uh, uh they've got some incredible players like shahina freedi um and harris rauf uh, hassan ali um usman kadir so they're gonna um they're they're gonna be a tough team for every team any team to beat um but, but uh, this is my thing um i did pick afghanistan but if Babar Azam has a big tournament and he is a very good T20 uh, yeah. batter, I think uh, even though the big four are the big four, outs- they're not as good at, t- at T20s. Any of those big four, even Virat Kohli, yeah, yeah. are uh, he's a uh, he's you know he's not one of the best T20 batters like the way Rohit Sharma is one of the best T20 yeah, batters, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but Babar Azam is is definitely one of the best T20 batters. He's uh, he's got a strike rate of around 130 and averages 46. This is the you know he's a guy who can anchor and play a long innings and keep the team going. And uh, uh, if they uh, this is the thing if they don't go with Mohammad Hafiz and actually pick a uh, opener who's gonna hit the ball hard, then yeah, in Pakistan's going to be tough to beat, but I think they will pick Hafiz. Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of ball wasting because also uh, Pakistan haven't been playing in the UAE in the last few years, which whereas Afghanistan have, yeah, yeah. which is where I think they have the edge. So now I don't know because it's uh, I I think Scotland and Namibia. Here's the thing, they're probably going to target Pakistan because they're, Pakistan have traditionally sometimes made errors like that and lost yeah. games, to, lost to associate teams like they've lost to Ireland in the 2007 
ODI World Cup in Bangladesh in the 99 World Cup. Yeah. So that does happen. But I don't think Pakistan are going to, they're very focused. I don't think they're going to lose to an associate country. I don't think New Zealand's going to lose to them either because, once again, New Zealand tend to do pretty well against the associates. So, yeah. unfortunate, those two are probably going to play each other for the one Super 12 win. They have one. Yeah. 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 That's it. I said at the beginning. I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up either one of them pick up a scalp. Yeah, that'd be anybody in the rest in this one because they're going to be going out hard. This and... is the thing in the in Sharjah. If they bat first, get one forty. Both sides have a bowling lineup. Both Namibia and Scotland have bowling lineups that can defend that score. Yeah, yeah. Or and they have batting lineups that can chase low scores if they get you out on that Sharjah pitch, uh, which is where um, Pakistan play New Zealand, is going to be an interesting uh, thing. It's going to throw up interesting results. Yeah. That's also where Pakistan plays Scotland. So there you go. There you go. Now the uh, the other group. With, which is remarkably easier, in my opinion, is uh, got with England, Australia, South Africa, the West Indies, and as we said, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. Yeah. Now, um, the England are the number one T20 side in the world and the yeah. number one ODI side in the world. The only issue here is whether their batsmen are going to be able to put out the numbers in Sri Lanka. But England are... They have such a strong batting lineup. They bat to so deep, like, and yeah, they have. Yeah. Well, and Moin Ali is in such great form. Um, Rashid uh, uh, Adil Rashid is in really good form, and then Johnny Bairstow and um, Josh Butler are in great form. So this is, and they don't. This is the thing. England are one of the teams that didn't take one of their big four. One of the big four. They didn't take Joe Root to the tournament. Yeah, yeah. So. They're gonna. Um, uh, uh, they're basically gonna have a uh, completely, uh, and they've got Jason Roy and David Mon, so they've got a great team that that's gonna get them lots of runs. Um, and I think they've got a balanced bowling lineup. With the so, so really, the only thing here is whether they're gonna survive the uh, the initial the. The, how well their bowler batters adapt to the conditions. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they're going to adapt well enough to beat the West Indies, who I think are just going to win this group. Yeah, yeah. They just look so strong. I have seen very few teams as stacked as this West Indies. This is their last dance, right? They want to do yeah. a three-peat. They want to do a third. Um, incredible. Chris Gale. Like, what more can you say? They're everybody's second favorite uh, T20 team. Exactly. But yeah, he's right. This is their the last hurrah for this this cohort of players, really. Um, but yeah, yeah so this yeah, like players like Chris Gale, players like Dwayne Bravo, maybe even Andre Russell, yeah, um, Aaron Pollard, who's an excellent captain, probably after Tony, maybe the most the winningest captain in T20s, and yeah, he's maybe. captained all sorts of teams and done well with them. Thus, 
the Nicholas Puran, who's probably the best number four batter in the world, obviously. Yeah. Dre Rusty can bowl and is fit enough to play. He's going to be the best. Um, um, he's the best closer in the game. And Chris Gale. Yeah. Yeah. But what more do we have to say about the universe boss? Yeah, exactly. But there's nothing else to be said about him. Yeah. There's just Chris Gale. I still maintain, even now, that Chris Gale can win a T20 match by himself. Yeah. Like, he's just that good. Yeah, I agree. And the unfortunate they've had a few key injuries even Fabian Allen the guy basically the guy who's the best T20 fielder in the world yeah gets take gets picked by the IPL every year and played as a 12th man in his team um and players like that so they're going to have this team is so stacked they didn't pick Sunil Nareen yeah the, that's crazy. all you need to know about yeah. how good they are um so I expect them to, uh, like... And Dwayne Bravo is still an absolute gun at bowling at the debt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so West Indies, we, they play in Dubai. Uh, they played their first two games in Dubai against England and South Africa, and then they play Bangladesh in Sharjah. So I feel like... And Sri Lanka and Abu Dhabi, that's... I think by that... By the time they play the New Zealand, play Australia in, uh, uh, in, in the sixth of November, they'll have already qualified, probably for that. Probably, yeah. For the next round, so that might be Australia's one in. Um, now I think a lot of Aussie fans have been quietly confident, but not that confident. And I would be if I were an Australia fan. I would be even less confident than I am about New Zealand. Like, New Zealand are in a tough group, and I still think maybe, yeah, you know, it's doable. There are many flaws, but doable. Australia are definition of a flawed um, T20 team, almost. The balance is just weird. Like, why is is Steve Smith here? Who's opening Uh, with Aaron Finch? Like, is it Sorry, with uh, with David Warner. Is it Aaron Finch or Matthew Wade? Sorry, who's number three after Aaron Finch? Uh, you know, uh, David Warner and uh, Aaron Finch. Is it Matthew Wade? Is it Steve Smith? Where's Glenn, uh, where's Glenn Maxwell going to play? Like, yeah. this team makes no sense. And how are they fitting their bowlers? And where's Josh Hazelwood? Is it, do you, or do you take Josh Hazelwood or Pat Cummins or Mitchell Stark? Uh yeah, there's it's an incredible. Uh, 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 I I just don't know how it how it's gonna play out for Australia. And they are in low confidence, but also I get a weird uh, Australia World Cup 1999 vibe from them. Like everybody's kind of writing them off, and they're not in good form coming into the tournament. Yeah, and yeah. they could. And there's enough games and the Super 12 to play to catch your form. Now, obviously, this uh, first game against South Africa is vital. And yeah. as we speak, uh, the South Africa are 23 for 3. So, yeah. yeah. Into the fifth Maybe. Over. Yeah, so there, uh, that, could, that doesn't look good for South Africa. So... I was going to say South Africa are dark horses for me, but maybe not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, 
South Africa are probably dark horses still for me. There's their bowling lineup, like Norte and Rabada are still class, and they have a bunch of good middle order all rounders. And there's Aiden Markram in the team as well, and Shamsi. So, yeah, I'm gonna still think South Africa are better, but this this group is too easy for England and the West Indies. They're gonna get yeah, out. Yeah. Like not even like Bangladesh and Sri Lanka might even might steal a few wins from the other teams, but I I I wouldn't be surprised if England and West Indies were undefeated against the, all the other teams and just you know played out between them to see who finished top of the group. Yeah, that's that's my feeling about this too. Like it doesn't really feel like anybody else is gonna gonna get close. Um, I mean, there's possibility it's T20, anything could happen. It's, yes, that's just the way and. But yeah, it's it just seems to be England to me England will just walk away at the top, assuming that they get themselves um acclimatized early. That'll be you say, the only real worry there is the early games and whether they um how acclimatized to the to the conditions they get and how quickly. Um I suppose a bit of that is the fact that they play the West Indies first. Yeah, so that could be that could be an interesting game as both of them sort of get into the groove against each other. Um, but yeah, that's I don't see any any real showstoppers for them. Yeah, I concur. So that's. So basically, we're picking the same, except you've got New Zealand instead of Afghanistan for your yeah, other yeah. group. Exactly. And I think if it's not Afghanistan, it'll be New Zealand. Yeah. To be fair, so I'm not ex- I'm not counting New Zealand out. <laughs> well, I look at the not to go back and rehash group two. But I look at it and say think that it's each of those games is going to be close, and there's possibilities that you know, like in a group one. It seems very likely that in the England and you say West Indies will go through undefeated except for whoever beats each other. Like they'll have one loss against the other one. But yeah. in Group Two, I feel that each team may actually pick up a couple of losses in there, and to go through basically undefeated or undefeated will be a, a massive thing for that group. Like, yeah, you may be out. You know, I think everybody will probably lose at least one game in there, and it will be super close. It will, there may even be net run rates and things like that that play into it to separate, um, you know, to get people into the number two slot or something. Because, yeah, I just... I feel like that that group is the most... is the more competitive of it. Yeah. Like, group one is, say, England, like, West Indies, and I everybody else scrapping ab- it up for minor placings. I will be very shocked if the West Indies or England don't make the semi-finals. I will yeah. not be shocked if India don't make the semi-finals. I won't yeah. be shocked if Afghanistan don't make the semi-finals. I won't be shocked if... I'll only be shocked if a team like Namibia or Scotland make the semi-finals from that really tough group. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if someone like Sri Lanka or Bangladesh are in the semi-finals, I'd be like, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so even Scotland and Namibia, like, whilst it'd be, it'd be amazing, 
Yeah, well, but yeah. like the form both of them are currently in, especially Scotland. The movie are less so, um, but the form Scotland's in is just like, well, if they get a couple of good and I mean they got Afghanistan first, and that will be a test. But after that's Namibia, so that's you know if they're riding the wave there because somehow they managed to win against Afghanistan, they're going to be really riding the wave because they'll have two wins in a row at the start. It will often yeah. before they get to New Zealand, India, and Pakistan. Like if that ha- if that did happen, they are going to be so high on on their own self belief that yeah. you know. It will be crazy games because they will be. Uh, if they beat Afghanistan, they'll be like, "Yeah, we've beaten two test sides. Why can't we beat others?" Like, yeah, there's exactly. no reason. Yeah. And T Twenty is probably a good equalizer format. Yeah. It's a, it's it's short enough that things can happen. You can have one person have a stellar game that just absolutely monsters the. The game yeah. takes by a scruff of the neck, and they can win it. And that can be a bowler, it can be a batter, it can be a fielder. I mean, that's the biggest charm of T20. I know there's plenty of detractors, and I, I like all forms of cricket for their own uniqueness. But T20, yeah. that's the bit to me that I know people dislike it as well, but I like it, is that you can have one play, one moment, that just completely changes the outcome of the game. And so any player's individual skill can make the difference for their team. And all they have to do is, is find that one moment and suddenly the game's changed. And things are, you know, teams are having to scramble to, to realign the game to the new expectations. And then someone else can have a blinder of a moment. And it's all these little moments that can all happen in the space of two hours for an innings. That yeah. Just send you through an emotional roller coaster as all sorts of things can happen. Yeah, and you're always waiting there on the edge of your seat for it. It could be everything could be just sort of going as expected and rolling along, you know, like. But at any moment, something extraordinary could happen, and suddenly, it's all different again. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And also, we have to remember that the toss plays such a vital role in yeah. twenty, and that's gonna that's... be. That sounded a bit. I so, wish there was a better way of of um, of changing it because whilst the 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 coin toss is important in all forms of cricket, um, almost. Uh, I did a bit of math on coin tosses. So yeah. as we know, winning the toss in every format, but ODI winning the toss gives you an incredible advantage. Yeah. So in test matches, if you're at home and you win the toss and bat first, you think you win something like 60% of the games if it's against equally matched opposition. Yeah. Um sorry, not yeah, 60% and and at some point T20s it's not even that if you won the toss and batted second in T20s, doesn't matter home or away, you will, at one point it was 80%. Yeah, which is crazy. Um to give you a clarity around give you an idea of the, the weight of that it's like being if you went to, uh winning the toss in T20s gives you as much advantage as if you had half time uh, you were uh, one t- uh, 
you know you were you were to play one half and get uh, uh one you know the team one team was supposed to start ha- at half time with a two goal lead almost yeah in a in a football match yeah exactly it's so much fun to see exactly that's yeah. what the team defending a total is coming up against yeah it's crazy like, that's that's the only thing and i can't think of a, a good way around it that would make teaching so, better so if they could somehow balance the odds better I, so that... I have been giving it some thoughts so this is my idea and i don't know if this needs to be part of this broadcast or not or we're well, editing it out um so that there are teams that are consistently doing well at, at defending totals most of these teams have uh okay all of these teams have rashid khan in them but <laughs> the, the uh this is just the gist of the thing is like if you have a bo- weighted bowling team that is bowling heavy and they're uh, you basically set up to be a team that wins the toss bats first gets about 160 to 150 to 170 runs and your bowling lineup was able to defend that and yeah. your your whole game plan is built around that now if every bit like I think cricket would lose something is if every team played the same way and did that way. Um, so what I was thinking is how, but you know, like there were some options. We could go the go way because go they played enough games and worked out that if you're white, you're gonna win X number of times. So to even it out, black gets a two and a half uh, point advantage. Uh, advantage. Uh, for go sorry, black uh, white gets a two and a half advantage because in go black goes first. Yeah, yeah. apologies. And white goes second. So the um the uh, but I think I think because not every person who watches cricket is a stats nerd. You went to a team and went, oh yeah, the side batting second get less wickets just cause to make it more even that's people are going to go that's not an even contest yeah, know, yeah even though statistically it is I, and i can understand why that you know like the game shouldn't be for stats nerds it should be for everyone yeah exactly. you know? um as much as i am a stats and math nerd so i thought what if in cricket in you had instead of playing 11 you had squads of 15 and the the idea is that if you win the toss and bat first, you name your eleven with your extra batsman in, and you all you get to substitute at half time two players. Yeah, yeah. So we go back to, to the substitution re-hunt. that they tried in the ODIs, the mid two thousands, early twenty tens. Yeah, but the idea here is that you name your squad after you know what the toss is, and you have a squad yeah. of fifteen, and you do this, and then you so you've got your two. Uh, to uh, bats, uh, you you can ring in two batsmen when you're batting in second, but having a two extra batsmen when chasing, when you know the score, is not as much of an advantage as the team defending being able to ring in two extra bowlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're able to come, you know, have more bowling resources at you. If that makes yeah. sense, like more. Well, they had more batting resources more to begin with, so yeah. it gives them an advantage of being able to play with what eight. Well, seven or eight yeah. batters. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to... And I I think I would try it at 
doing the two and the other x so now if you look at that you'd only need a squad of 13 but the reason why i say it's a squad of 15 is you have two players in there including a backup wicket keeper for concussion protocols yeah, yeah. that are just there for that well the thing um, is i look at it i think it's reasonable yeah i think if you have a a squad of 15 it means you can name the squad at the beginning of the game and then once you hit the toss you'll have enough resources there to be able to be flexible one way or the other of the two you could have two extra batters two extra bowlers and you can keep a cover yep. when the toss you decide you're going to bat you can you've got your batting um batting cover and yep. then you've got your bowling to come in afterwards and and the other way around so it doesn't matter yep. you don't have to yeah, you don't have to wait to see what the toss is before you've yeah. named your squad. You've got your squad, which has got enough cover for it. It's you've got your squad, and then you've you say beforehand, "This is our batting lineup. This is our bat first squad. If we're batting first, and this is our you know, this is our uh, sorry, you've got your bat. This is our batting lineup, and this is our bowl, uh, bowling lineup. Who's not in the who's yeah, going to yeah. be dropped from the batting lineup when we take the field? This is our fielding lineup. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that would work, and the and I in my actually, head I just feel like that's the that's actually the better way of doing it as opposed to have a squad and change it. You've got a bat you've got your batting team and your bowling team. And it's just from a, a pool a squad of fifteen. So there'll be plenty of overlap so it still doesn't feel like it's two completely different teams, but you can set oh, that up a lot better. Why I pick, the reason why I pick fifteen is so that you have one obviously wicked keeper for your concussion protocol and you've got two yeah. other players. They're there for concussion protocol if needed, but the idea is that you have you get to see the pitch first. So if you're going yeah. second, whatever you're doing, bowling or batting, you can pick later on. You're not committed to what you're... Uh, if you've made a mistake in your bowling and fielding lineup and you discover that in the first yeah. innings, you can rectify it in the second innings. So you can change it for balance, not just getting more bowlers, but changing the type if that makes sense you yeah, know that makes sense but, and that's sort of what i was thinking as well but yeah so you just have a bowling team that space yeah. yeah and you can change it as you go along you say you don't have to this is my we're batting so this is our 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 team for the first innings and then when you get the second innings you can you can put you can do your substitutions well yeah yeah, yeah. And look at that, South Africa almost started a recovery, and then they got a wicket. Yep, just as we were talking. Yeah. But yeah, that was my idea of how you fix T20 cricket. I don't know if people will like it, A, because people didn't like the sub-rule, but I think the sub-rule was implemented badly. Yeah, I think this makes the sub-rule better, and I think it's a better fit into T20. So I remember I don't think they had the sub-rule in the T20, only in the ODIs. But I may yeah. be remembering that wrong. Um, but I think in because in the ODIs it didn't need it. It didn't didn't help anything. It didn't adjust any problems. Like it was just there to allow for a substitution um, to try uh, something ODIs, different. If you could pick like one sub, if you had one substitute in your team for an ODI, and you. Um, you could pick your lineup after this, after seeing your toss, after seeing how the toss played out. Then it yeah. would that would be really good because you know, you go, yep. If we're bowling first, I go with an extra bowler, and yeah, when we when we change innings, I sub him out for a batter. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Otherwise, 
we're batting first, we have the extra batsman, and then we swap a batsman out for a bowler when we're... But you need to know what the toss result is, right? Before yeah, yeah. you set up. Otherwise, you just pick an all-rounder in that, and it makes no sense. Why are you just picking an all-rounder for yeah, sake yeah, exactly. of picking an all-rounder? Like, you know? So that he can... You can sub your batter or your bowler, depending on which way around it was, and that was all. And it yeah. wasn't there to, to provide any genuine assistance, yeah. because they need to be flexible to go both ways. Yeah. So yeah, and that's why I like about this one as well, having the larger squad and being like, well, and giving two substitutions as well. I don't and... think one substitute is enough to take the advantage in T20, because it's so weighted one way, mm. I think you need to give the two to even it out. Yeah. Like... Because I think adding two extra batters when chasing are not going to add that much because your lower order hitters are all getting good at chasing anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when yeah, you're yeah. chasing score, it's the whole idea is uh, that it, there's not enough bowlers to do the par, to, to defend that. So you're giving them yeah. more bowling resources. If still with this, you can't fix it, then you just have to be like, okay, I guess you can't fix it. Like Yeah, yeah. It may just be the point that you can't fix it, but I think this is a good way of trying to fix it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that works. I think it's 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 a, an idea worth trying. I think that's all we have time for. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening to us. We hope you enjoy the World Cup and are taking care of yourselves and um, enjoying the long weekend if you're in New Zealand. Yeah, as well as you can. Yes. While staying safe, depending on which part of the country you're in, or all parts yeah. of the country, stay safe. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't be unsafe for the sake of. Because <laughs> I said that you don't have to. Like, you know, who am I? I'm not the public safety guy. <laughs> yes. It'd be a pity if that's the one thing they listened to, that they, yes. they took away from this. Really, <laughs> it's like if you take one thing away from this this podcast, not that bit, any other bit. But yeah. Let us know what you think, stuff you want to bring up as well. But in the meantime, take care. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and thank you for listening. Catch you next time.